for Here's Your Participation Trophy Trivia with Dennis and Justin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode seven of Here's Your Participation Trophy. I am your favorite used car salesman, Dennis, and I am joined by the background dancer of the Pussycat Dolls himself, Justin. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi, Dennis. And I'm going to be very real. When we started this podcast, there was one person who I was very excited to be able to bring on to the show. Not only is she a deathmatch superstar, but she also runs her own promotion. She's a champion. She's been everywhere. She's my hero. Terrence, Tara Calloway. Thank (laughs) you so much for joining us, Tara. Thank you for well, having me. I'm excited to to be very dumb. <laughs> oh, you're not. Um, Tara has been one of our loyal listeners from the beginning, and Justin and I could not think of a better guest to bring on. She's going to hit us with one of those rounds of trivia at round three. Um, but we've got five fun rounds for you here, um, and we are going to kick it right off. And I'm really sorry, but we've got to start with a Justin round of trivia. Good luck, everyone. Round one. Wow. So I know that these are fun rounds. And the irony of Dennis saying that is that this, I'm stealing one of his categories because we kind of swapped it up this time. He took some of mine, I took some of his. So this category for round one will be a throwback in time. So we're going to be transporting you back to the year 2007. This was the year the first iPhone and Amazon Kindle were released and the Cupid Shuffle became the most popular line dance since the cha-cha slide. So I have eight questions for you to see how well you remember the state of the world the year I graduated high school. Let's go. Question number one. In February of 2007, this tabloid blonde bombshell passed unexpectedly from a drug overdose in Texas. Name the celebrity. Again, question number one. In February of 2007, this tabloid blonde bombshell passed unexpectedly from a drug overdose in Texas, named the celebrity. Question number two. Paris Hilton was arrested on suspicion of DUI on September 27, 2006, while on her way to In-N-Out Burger, a confluence of circumstances that she attributed to having had one margarita on an empty stomach and then setting off in search of sustenance. In 2007, she spent time in jail for this DUI. How long was she in jail? Again, question number two, Paris Hilton was arrested on suspicion of DUI in September 27, 2006, while on her way to In-N-Out Burger, a confluence of circumstances she attributed to having had one margarita on an empty stomach and then setting off in search of sustenance. In 2007, she spent time in jail for this DUI. How long was she in jail? Question number three. In September of 2007, the author of one of my favorite book series, The Time Quintet, or better known for their first book in the series, A Wrinkle in Time, passed. Who was the author of the series? Again, question number three. In September of 2007, the author of one of my favorite book series, The Time Quintet, or better known for the first book in the series, A Wrinkle in Time, passed. Who was this author? Question number four, 
This show was released in 2007, starring Miranda Cosgrove, and involves the character she plays hosting her own homegrown web show. Again, question number four. This show was released in 2007, starring Miranda Cosgrove, and involves the character she plays hosting her own homegrown web show. Question number five. Which book in the Harry Potter series was released in 2007? Again, question number five, which book in the Harry Potter series was released in 2007? Question number six, when released in the US in 2007, this animated film became the sixth highest grossing film of the year. Ironically, when it was released in France, it became the fourth most attended film in theaters in French history and highly acclaimed for its accuracy. What was the film? Again, question number six, when released in the US in 2007, this animated film became the sixth highest grossing film of the year. Ironically, and this is the hint, when it was released in France, it became the fourth most attended film in theaters in French history and highly acclaimed for its accuracy. Question number seven. All of us remember the moment Britney Spears hit the tabloids in 2007 after a public meltdown during which she shaved her head. What was the reason Britney shaved her head? Again, question number seven. All of us remember the moment Britney Spears hit the tabloids in 2007 after a public meltdown during which she shaved her head. What was the reason Britney shaved her head? And then question number eight. This TV channel released a compilation of music used during their Local on the Eight segment. It peaked number one on the Billboard Top 100 chart for contemporary jazz during the year 2007. What was the channel? This TV channel released a compilation of their music used during their Local on the Eight segment. It peaked number one on the Billboard Top 100 chart for contemporary jazz during the year 2007. If you were paying attention to the rolling TV guide, you'd have gotten this one. All right, so pause now if you need more time with those questions. We're gonna go back through and see how well Dennis and Tara did for this round. There's lots of confused faces on several of these. This is my kind of round and my kind of take because generally Dennis does more pop culture. I kind of did a mix of a little bit of all of it. All right, so question number one, Dennis and Tara, in February of 2007, this tabloid blonde bombshell passed unexpectedly from a drug overdose in Texas. Name the celebrity. I, I know it. Tara, do you know it? I'm pretty confident, but I don't know how we should do this with like, I don't want, like, I can like do this. So you can see that I didn't mess up. Like, <laughs> it's okay. Cheat. You got it. Tara, what is it? Uh, Anna Nicole Smith. Yes. yes. Good job. Do you know uh, that her anus was unremarkable? It was a whole big story. <laughs> what? Um, I swear, go back. Like Fox News talked about it all the time. It was so weird. I don't think I could Google that without. Oh, no, the, it's real. The, the things that Fox News used to talk about, but now what we talk about. <laughs> wild. Good job. And Nicole, Nicole Smith. Number two, Paris Hilton was arrested on suspicion of a DUI in September of 2006 while on her way to In-N-Out Burger. 
She spent time in jail for this during 2007. How long was she in jail? Something I, less than a month. It wasn't long. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I said three days because I figured like her dad would have bailed her out eventually. Do I have to teach her a lesson? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they are both close. It was only 23 days out of the, I think it was four months sentence that she was supposed to have, but it was only 23 days. And she was released because of uh, unknown health circumstance, which she later said was anxiety and panic attacks um, that she was experiencing during jail. So she was oh, released great. and sent what? home. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so 23 days is the answer to that. Question number three. In September 2007, the author of one of my favorite book series, The Time Quintet, or better known for the first book in the series, A Wrinkle in Time, passed. Who was this epic, epic, epic author? Okay, calm down with the epic, 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 and your <laughs> this is the hint. Um, it's Madeline something, but I cannot think of her last name to save my life. I don't know, but you said Madeline, and I just went Madeline Albright. <laughs> yes, that's it. Madeline Albright out here, right? Wrinkle in time. Um, I'm actually very impressed that it is, that it is Madeline Lingle is her last name. It's only because we did a Wrinkle in Time before. Like, that's the only reason why um, I remember. <laughs> um, but you that's all I got refer. for you it's a good it's a very good book and series question number four this show was released in 2007 starring Miranda Cosgrove and involves the character she plays hosting her own homegrown web show this is a softball for you Terrence you got it I Carly yes I Carly good job <laughs> I knew I, I wanted to kind of bring your confidence back after a couple I appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> question number five which book in the Harry Potter series was released in 2007? I'm so, between two. It's definitely one or the other. I just am not sure which one. Tara, do you know? I'm going to go with Deathly Hollows. See, I think it's Order of the Phoenix. It's one or the other. It was definitely De uh, Deathly Hollows. And Dennis, you wouldn't be that far off because uh, Order of the Phoenix, the movie, came out in 2007. See, but, I knew it was oh, around wow. that time. But, like, I remember talking about it. But remember, it was, I remember being a teenager hooked on Harry Potter, and it took forever for her to release the final book. And they were already up to the fifth movie by the time the seventh book came out. So anyway, that was the year it was released. Question number six, when released in the US in 2007, this animated film became the sixth highest grossing <laughs> film of the year. Ironically, when it was released in France, it became the fourth most attended film in theaters in French history and highly acclaimed for its accuracy. Y'all are so confused by this. So question. no, I think I figured it out. But <laughs> okay, well then you say yours because I think mine's stupid. So. No, okay. So the only thing I can think of is Ratatouille. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I couldn't say much more. It was it's too simple for me to explain. Well, you so, said yeah. a lot with your emphasis, sir. We bolded <laughs> half of the question. <laughs> yes, Ratatouille is the answer there. Hey. Oh, it's such a cute little movie. Question number seven. All of us remember the moment Britney Spears had hit the tabloids in 2007 after a public meltdown during which she shaved her head. What was the reason Britney shaved her head? Do y'all remember? I, I, I do. I, like, I'm 90% sure I do. <laughs> uh, was it because she didn't like being touched by a stylist constantly just so that she could leave the door? Like go out. That was after. That was, that was that after? Was after. Okay. That was after. But the reason she did it was because Kevin Federline wouldn't let her see the kids. Yes. Exactly. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, so okay. her ex, her ex Kevin Federline, said that he wouldn't let her see the two kids, Sean and Jaden, at the time. So she had her meltdown, which I think every mother has the right to to do that. We um, love the umbrella window. window attack. It was my favorite. Yeah, it was a wild moment. And then question number eight: This TV channel released a compilation of the music used during their local on the eight. Segment. Local on the eight. 
It peaked number one on the Billboard Top 100 chart for contemporary jazz during this year. Do y'all happen to know which channel released this? I I figured it out because you, you know, smacked local on the eights in my face four times in the question. Um, Justin, would it be the weather channel? It is the weather channel. Oh my God, I would have never gotten <laughs> It's that. super random. I was like, okay, this is good to know. But yeah, so something yeah, you find during your research, um, you just add in. So that was more of a bonus question. So that is it for round one. Thank you all so much for traveling back to 2007 to me. And with that, we will move to round two with Dennis. Round two. So round two here, like Justin stole one of my categories. I stole one of his. Even though Justin did a very great movie links for us just a couple of episodes ago, um, I am hitting you back with movie links again. Now, if this is your first time playing with us on movie links, the way this is going to work uh, is I have five movies in which I'm going to give you the release year and two facts about each of the movies. Now, your goal is to figure out which movie I'm talking about. And all five of them are connected by one actor or actress. So at the end, your goal is to figure out which actor or actress starred in all five films. So I'll read through all the facts one time. If you might figure out who the actor is, when I read them the second time, it might make the answers a little easier. So it's kind of like a giant chain. Um, So we're going to kick it off right with number one. So 2006. The American Museum of Natural History had 20% more visitors during the holiday season after this movie's opening. The star of this film watched Mission Impossible in order to run the way that Tom Cruise does. Question number two. This was released in 2001. The film is actually banned in Malaysia because of the use of the fictional Malaysian prime minister as the subject of assassination. This movie allegedly started as a character sketch for the VH1 Fashion Awards before a studio agreed to film it. And the movie actually filmed during the VH1 Fashion Awards in 2000. Number three. Released in 2004, this movie refers to the then fictional ESPN 8, aka The Ocho. Um, And in August of 2017, ESPNU actually changed its name to ESPN 8, where they actually show obscure sporting events. The original title of this movie was supposed to be Underdog. Number four. Released in 1998, the idea from this for this movie came from the writers seeing an aerobic instructor changing in her window. They wondered what would happen if someone sent a private eye to look for her. The hotel where one of the main characters stays in Miami, named the Cardozo, is actually a real hotel owned by Gloria Stefan. And finally, released in 2000, the Motion Picture Association would actually not allow one of the surnames to be used in the movie unless the filmmakers could find an actual person with that surname. And since cats are very temperamental, the filmmakers always had a backup cat on set in case one would not cooperate. 
All right, so I'm gonna read through them again. Remember, you're also trying to figure out the actor that connects to all five. So first, released in 2006, the American Museum of Natural History had 20 or 20% more visitors during the holiday season after this movie's opening. The star of this film watched Mission Impossible in order to run the way that Tom Cruise does. Number two, released in 2001, this film is banned in Malaysia because of the use of the fictional Malaysian prime minister as the subject of assassination. Now, this movie allegedly started out as a character sketch for the VH1 Fashion Awards before a studio agreed to film it. This movie actually filmed during the VH1 Fashion Awards in 2000. Number three, released in 2004, this movie refers to the then-fictional ESPN-8, or The Ojo. In August of 2017, ESPNU changed its name to ESPN-8, and they actually show obscure sporting events. The original title of this movie was Underdog. Number four. Released in 1998, the idea for this movie came from writers seeing an aerobic instructor changing in her window. They wondered what would happen if someone sent a private eye to look for her. The hotel where one of the main characters stays in Miami, named the Cardozo, is actually a real hotel owned by Gloria Stefan. And number five, released in 2000, the Motion Picture Association would not allow one of the surnames used in this movie unless the filmmakers could find an actual person with that surname. And since cats are very temperamental, the filmmakers always had a backup cat on set in case one would not cooperate. So if you need more time, go ahead and press pause. We are now gonna go through them with the answers. I'm seeing a lot of positive faces here from Tara and Justin. So I'm expecting some key success here. Um, so starting with number one, 2006, we talked about the American Museum of Natural History having more visitors. And the star of this film watched Mission Impossible to run the way that Tom Cruise does. Tara, Justin, do you know what the movie is? Yes, uh, yeah. this this whole round is about my fake husband. <laughs> <laughs> is right. it uh, Night at the Museum? It is Night at the Museum. That's the first one. <laughs> Number two, um, we talked about the film being banned in Malaysia because of a fake prime minister um, assassination of Malaysia. Um, and also this character starting out as a sketch for the VH1 Fashion Awards. Tara, do you know what movie this one is? Zoolander. Yes, iconic. It's for the male models. Okay. <laughs> um, number three, we talked about ESPN A or the Ocho, where ESPN actually changed to become ESPN A and show obscure sporting events, and the original title being Underdog. Justin, do you know this one? Is this Dodgeball? It is Dodgeball. A true underdog story is the full title. Um, but yes, it is Dodgeball. Number four, 1998. Um, movie idea came from aerobic instructors um, seeing, or excuse me, aerobic instructors being seen changing in her window. And they wondered what would happen if a private eye looked for her. And the real hotel that they stayed in Miami is owned by Gloria Stefan Terra. Which movie it, is this? Is this Zero Effect? It is not. It is not. Justin, do you know uh, what this one is? Was it the only other movie I could think that came out that year? 
um, with this person. Is it something about Mary? It is. There's yes. something about <sighs> Mary. That's what this one's about. Yes. Is that gel in your hair? Yeah. I don't <laughs> All right. And finally, we talked about a surname in this movie almost not being used unless if they could find a real person with this surname um, and having a backup cat on set. Justin, do you know this one? The only movie I could think of is Meet the Parents. Uh, it is, is Meet it? the okay, Parents. Okay, cool, the name we're talking about here is Fokker. Um, and they had to really find someone with the last name Fokker. So for those of you playing at home, the five movies, again, were Night at the Museum, Zoolander, Dodgeball. There's something about Mary and Meet the Parents. I think this one's pretty obvious. Tara, can you tell us who your fake husband is? Oh, Ben Stiller. Yes, it is Ben Stiller. <laughs> that is who we're talking about here. Hopefully you did well there. Um, but now, Tara, we're throwing the spotlight to you. It's time for round three with our guest. Round three. <laughs> so I am doing blockbusters or just good movies from our childhood, but explained fairly poorly, but I will be giving the year that the movie came out as well as an actor or an actress that was part of the movie to try to give you a little bit of a hint because I realized I was really explaining them very badly. So... <laughs> All right, so question number one. This 1994 movie stars Keanu Reeves as the main character in a movie where public transportation is running ahead of schedule for once. <laughs> question number two. Again, this 1994 movie stars Keanu Reeves as the main character in a movie where public transportation is running ahead of schedule for once. Number two, Eddie Murphy plays a large role in this 2001 movie where a man is forced to participate in a hostage rescue by the government to get his property back. Again, that is Eddie Murphy plays a large role in this 2001 movie where a man is forced to participate in a hostage rescue by the government to get his property back. Question three. An unfortunately named nurse struggles to impress a fake florist and his family in a movie from the year 2000 where Owen Wilson plays a smaller but predictable role. Again, that is an unfortunately named nurse struggles to impress a fake florist and his family in a movie from the year 2000 where Owen Wilson plays a smaller but predictable role. Number four. A fashion designer loses everything because of an employee's adopted family in this live-action 1996 adaptation where Hugh Laurie is contracted by the designer. A fashion designer loses everything because of an employee's adopted family in this live-action 1996 adaptation where Hugh Laurie is contracted by the designer. Number five, a trio of cougars are on the hunt for a virgin in this 1993 movie where Sean Murray is technically a main character, yet only physically appears on the screen for a few minutes. This is a trio of cougars on the hunt for a virgin in this 1993 movie where Sean Murray is technically a main character, yet only physically appears on the screen for a few minutes. And the last one, 
this 2004 movie shows a bullied teenager's birthday wish transport her through time where she becomes a hated adult wishing to be a bullied teenager again and stars Judy Greer as the ultimate bully. This 2004 movie shows a bullied teenager's birthday wish transport her through time where she becomes a hated adult wishing to be a bullied teenager again and stars Judy Greer as the ultimate bully. And that is all six. Uh, I, I'm very nervous because you both looked very confused, but. <laughs> no, you did great. Okay. I, do I know all of them? No, but do I feel no. good about some of them? Yes. Yeah, this okay. is cool. I like this. This is fun. <laughs> all right. So we'll go back to number one. This 1994 movie stars Keanu Reeves as the main character in a movie where public transportation is running ahead of schedule for once. <laughs> if only that woman didn't move her damn purse on the replay <laughs> of all of those camera footage. <laughs> so yes, I'm assuming you both know what this one is. Yeah. Justin, you got it? <laughs> this is speed, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two was... Eddie Murphy plays a large role in this 2001 movie where a man is forced to participate in a hostage rescue by the government to get his property back. This was I such a cool one. way, such a cool way to explain this. I loved it. It's, is it Shrek? <laughs> no idea. It is Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> At first I was like, you're doing good with like not putting the main character. So this is cool. I like this. Yeah, <laughs> I was very proud of Shrek. <laughs> Um, number three is very funny to me for this. Um, an unfortunately named nurse struggles to impress a fake florist and his family in a movie from the year 2000, where Owen Wilson plays a smaller but predictable role. Justin, you don't know this one? Justin, really? I can't place it for some reason. What if I told you that we've already had this answer? Uh, yeah, I know. It's 100% Meet the Parent. Yes. Oh, oh, absolutely. God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Owen Wilson was in that. Oh, he was in that movie. Yes, totally he's in every wow. Ben Stiller movie. Um, yeah. I just really love that. To be clear, Tara and I had no idea that nope. either one had that. And that's why I'm on the show. But I'm also just obsessed with Ben Stiller. <laughs> okay, number four. A fashion designer loses everything because of, of an employee's adopted family in this live action 1996 adaptation where Hugh Laurie is contracted by the designer. Dennis, you look very confident. Yeah, I feel really good about it. Justin, do you know it? Mm, no. <laughs> okay, I could be wrong. So don't hate me if I'm wrong. Okay. Is this 101 Dalmatians? It, yes, very much. Oh. is the Glenn Close 101 Dalmatians. Nailed it. Good job. That was good. I was, I was like, I was trying to think of everything you Lori's been in. I was like, the borrowers. I don't know. Like this is so random. <laughs> Got it. Um, this next one, I'm very sad that Justin, you looked very confused. Um, a trio of cougars on the hunt for a virgin in this 1993 movie, where Sean Murray is technically a main character, yet only physically appears on the screen for a few minutes. I was one. I don't know. Oh, I think this is Hocus Pocus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's Hocus okay. Pocus. Here is, so the here is, here, nope, here is my um fun thing. I have never seen Hocus Pocus all the way through and have no desire to. Oh. How do I, how do I close Zoom? How do I close right. Zoom? <laughs> Sorry. 
Oh, Dennis, come on. It's such wow. a great movie. I put this and the on. sequel's okay. coming. Oh, okay. Whatever. We're going on to the bad. last one. <laughs> All right. The last one is this 2004 movie shows a bullied teenager's birthday wish transport her through time where she becomes a hated adult wishing to be a bullied teenager again and stars Judy Greer as the ultimate bully. This is actually a good explanation of this movie, to be yeah. honest. Like, <laughs> way better than the actual description of this movie. Um, this is 13 going on 30, right? Yes. <laughs> Kara, you did so good. These Thank were you. great. This was yeah. so much fun to put together. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's the end of round three, friends. We are passing it over to round four. Justin, you and your perfect skin kick us off. Round four. <laughs> okay, so for round four, I'm calling this Level Up Gamer Trivia. Of course, gamer is spelled G-A-Y-M-E-R. <laughs> so this category, it will contain six questions involving trivia based on video games. If you haven't already gathered that, released during our, well, my younger years. So let's see if you can remember some of these, some of the reasons why we were glued to our screens and why millennials were said to be quote unquote more lazy. So Princess Peach, a.k.a. Dennis, and Yoshi, a.k.a. Tara, y'all ready for this round? So question number one, this game was released for PlayStation in the U.S. in the summer of 2000. It follows the heroic transformation of main character Dartfeld and his companions, Shayna, Albert, and Rose. Again, question number one, this game was released for PlayStation in the U.S. in the summer of 2000. It follows the heroic transformation of main character Darkfeld and his companions, Shayna, Albert, and Rose. Question number two. This groundbreaking RPG was released in 1997 for PlayStation. As a part of the beloved Final Fantasy franchise, this game became famous for its balance of strategic challenge, mega character customization, and intense storyline. It also is one of the first games to intimately delve into the dynamics of class and privilege as it follows the separation of a lifetime friends, noble-born Ramsa and commoner Delita. Again, I know that was a lot. This groundbreaking RPG was released in 1997 for PlayStation. As a part of the beloved Final Fantasy franchise, this game became famous for its balance of strategic challenge, mega character customization, and intense storyline. It is also one of the first games to intimately delve into the dynamics of class and privilege as it follows the separation of lifetime friends, noble-born Ramsa, and commoner Delita. Question number three. Following its successful predecessor, Oblivion, this game was released in 2011 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 by Bethesda Studios. Till this day, it is still an acclaimed industry giant for its massive world-building, engaging combat, and interesting side quests. Again, question number three, following its successful predecessor, Oblivion, this game was released in 2011 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 by Bethesda Studios. Till this day, it is still an acclaimed industry giant for its massive world building, engaging combat, and interesting side quests. Question number four, this game was released on the Sega Saturn in 1996 and was quickly followed by a release for PlayStation. The game followed the search for the Scion of Atlantis, although it is now mostly remembered for its great gameplay and the controversial, overly inflated, and triangulated silhouette of the main female character. 
Again, question number four. This game was released on the Sega Saturn in 1996, which no one remembers that, and was quickly followed by a release for PlayStation. The game followed the search for the Scion of Atlantis, although it is now mostly remembered for its great gameplay and the controversial, overly inflated, and triangulated silhouette of the main female character. Question number five. Released in 2000 for Nintendo 64, this game follows Joanna Dark as she attempts to stop an extraterrestrial conspiracy by rival corporation Datadyne. Again, question number five. Released in 2000 for Nintendo 64, this game follows Joanna Dark as she attempts to stop an extraterrestrial conspiracy by rival corporation Datadyne. And question number six, this game was released in 1991 for Sega Genesis and involved collecting rings as a form of health and stopping the main villain from collecting the Chaos Emerald. While this game is considered one of the greatest video games and best-selling video games of all time, most of us remember it as the game you couldn't save, therefore we had to keep it on for days at a time. Again, question number six, this game was released in 1991 for the Sega Genesis. It involved collecting rings as a form of health and stopping the main villain from collecting the Chaos Emerald. While this game was considered one of the greatest video games and best-selling video games of all time, most of us remember it as the game you couldn't save, therefore we had to keep it on for days at a time. So pause now if you need more time. With that, we will go through each question again and see how well Princess Peach and Yoshi did. So question number one, this game was released for PlayStation in the US in the summer of 2000. It follows a, the heroic transformation of main character Dart Feld and his companions, Shayna, Albert, and Rose. Dennis and Tara, did either one of you get this one? My answer uh, just says no idea with a bunch of O's. <laughs> um, my answer is Amelia's notebook. <laughs> This was one of my favorite games. It was four discs and they keep talking about bringing it back. And I just hope they do. It's Legend of Dragoon. If you've never played oh it. Oh my even, gosh. Get yes. out of here. If you ever go back and play, it's such a good game. Don't do it. Such Try, a read a book. Go touch oh, some grass. You would read, read a book Amelia's over notebook. this game. <laughs> read Amelia's notebook. Go find it. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. That's blasphemy. <laughs> Moving on, question number two. This groundbreaking RPG was released in 1997 for PlayStation. As a part of the beloved Final Fantasy franchise, this game became famous for its balance of strategic challenge, mega character customization, and intense storyline. It also is one of the first games to intimately delve into the dynamics of class and privilege as it follows the separation of lifetime friends, noble-born Ramza and commoner Delita. Girl, are you trying to become a writer for the game? <laughs> <laughs> I actually know this one though. Well, I, I think I do just because of timeline. Terrence, do you know this one? Uh, I just wrote down the one like Final Fantasy game that I've ever heard people talk about. So I just wrote Which down Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. That's oh my shoot! Guess. Really? <laughs> it's not. It's not Final oh. Fantasy. So, so this game was actually released <laughs> after Final Fantasy at the same time as Final Fantasy Seven, but it's called Final Fantasy Tactics. And so what it was, was it took the Final Fantasy world and allowed you to combine everything into one game, which was really cool. So uh, for those Final Fantasy nerds out there, I hope you got that right. Again, I will still to this day put on my PlayStation and play that game because it's that good and almost near impossible to beat. We got it, nerd. 
Okay, question number three. Following its successful predecessor, Oblivion, this game was released in 2011 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 by Bethesda Studios. Till this day, it is still an acclaimed industry giant for its massive world building, engaging combat, and interesting side quests. Sarah, do you know this one? I don't. So I wrote, you said, when you said industry giant, uh, the only thing that came to my mind about like building worlds was Minecraft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, then I have no idea. Dennis. The only thing I can think of is Assassin's Creed something, but I don't know. Actually, I didn't put any Assassin's Creed. I should have. Dang it. But no, this is Skyrim. It's the first game, the game before it was a... Y'all never played Skyrim? No, no girl. <laughs> okay, well, to gamers out there, that's, again, blasphemy. Wow. Okay. Uh, Princess Peach and Yoshi are doing horrible. Um, I literally am going by this. Princess Peach in this category. Do you honestly believe that I've even picked up Skyrim? <laughs> I think I got the next one though, but not for a good reason. Oh, I definitely have the next one. I know the next one's fun. Um, so question number four: This game was first released on the Sega Saturn in 1996. Again, which no one remembers that. It was quickly followed up for a release on PlayStation. This game followed the search for the sign of Atlantis. Um, although it is now mostly remembered for its great gameplay and controversial, overly inflated and triangulated silhouette of the main female character. It, is this Tomb Raider because of her triangle titties? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly why I knew it. It's the only reason. Exactly. <laughs> uh, such a, it was actually a really good game, though. But uh, <laughs> but yes, that's the main reason people remember it now. Um, yeah. Good job, y'all. Question number five. Released in 2000 for Nintendo 64, this game follows Joanna Dark as she attempts to stop an extraterrestrial conspiracy by rival corporation Datadyne. Dennis, I'm going to hand this to you because I know you know it. Okay, first of all, this is only true if you had the expansion pack. <laughs> if you didn't have the expansion pack, like me coming from a poor family, you only know about this because you eventually got money and you bought yourself an expansion pack <laughs> off of eBay from some sketchy person, and it eventually showed up for you to see what the real story of this game was, but it's perfect art. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because you can only play the multiplayer without the expansion pack, and it was just boring. So garbage. Yes. Yeah. So I had to play with like my next door neighbors in Nintendo 64 that I mentioned I had to borrow all the time because I couldn't get one. So fun times. All right. So question number six. This game was released in 1991 for the Sega Genesis and involved collecting rings as a form of help and stopping the main villain from collecting the Chaos Emerald. While this game is considered one of the greatest video games and best-selling video games of all time, most of us remember it as the game you couldn't save. Therefore, we had to keep it on for days at a time. Tara, do you know this one? Uh, if if I get this wrong, I think all of my gaming consoles might explode. <laughs> um, please tell me this is Sonic the Hedgehog. It is Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yo, that like coin round where you just jump in front of each other as Tails and Sonic is a nightmare. Yeah, but like the amount of times, or you would be playing it and your game would freeze because it got so hot from being on for so long. And you'd just be like, I I quit. I'm done. Like, I'm never playing this game again. And then two days later, you'd got to sneak back and be like, I'm addicted. I got to go. So, yes. So, that is it for this round. Thank you all so much for that. And with, I hand it over to round five. Round five. All right, so on to category five. This one is a personal favorite of mine, and I'm sure Justin will get mad about it later. So if you were like me and trying to hide that you cared about celebrity drama, news, or crushes being 12 years old in small town Montague because you were supposed to be playing football when really all you were doing was hoping that you could watch MTV when you got home, 
Um, and let's be clear, Twitter wasn't even a thing on Al Gore's internet. We had to wait for artists to write songs and reference each other. And so that's what we're going to talk about in this category. So I'm going to give you a song lyric from something of the 90s or 2000s in which a celebrity is directly referenced in the lyric. You tell me the song and the artist. So we're going to kick it off with number one. Cause they be all up in my business like a Wendy interview, but this is private between you and I. Again, cause they be all up in my business like a Wendy interview, but this is private between you and I. Number two, so you can sit me here next to Britney Spears. Christina Aguilera better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst. And I can't finish the rest of that lyric because we're still trying to maintain PG-13 status. Again, so you can sit me here next to Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, better switch me chairs. So I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst. On to number three. LA told me you'll be a pop star. All you have to change is everything you are. Tired of being compared to damn Britney Spears. She's so pretty, that just ain't me. Once again, LA told me, you'll be a pop star. All you have to change is everything you are. Tired of being compared to damn Britney Spears. She's so pretty. That just ain't me. Number four. It's insane the way my name growing. Money keep flowing. Hustlers move beside us. I'm tiptoeing to keep flowing. I got it locked up like Lindsay Lohan. Once again, it's insane the way my name growing. Money keeps flowing. Hustlers move beside us. I'm tiptoeing to keep flowing. I got it locked up like Lindsay Lohan. Number five. This song had gone multi-platinum. Everybody bought our seventh album. 
it had outsold Kelly Clarkson. Once again, this song had gone multi-platinum. Everybody bought our seventh album. It had outsold Kelly Clarkson. And finally, number six, my man is smooth, like Barry, and his voice got bass. A body like Arnold with a Denzel face. Once again, my man is smooth, like Barry, and his voice got bass. A body like Arnold with a Denzel face. All right, let's go over the answers if you need some more time. Um, I'm actually really impressed. Justin seems to have gotten more than I thought he would, so I'm so, so proud of you. These are very hard to just read and not sing to. Um, so number one, cause they be all up in my business like a Wendy interview, but this is private between you and I. Do either of you know who referenced Wendy Williams in this song? Touch my body. It's Mariah yes, Carey. this is Touch My Body by Mariah Carey. <laughs> Good job, Justin. I'm so proud. Um, Terrence, clearly that was right on the tip of your tongue. I'm so proud. Oh, oh yes. It, it's not like I wasn't a child that did not listen to music at all in her entire childhood. We support you. Yeah. All right. The next one. So you can sit me here next to Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst. And I can't finish the rest of the line because we're still appropriate, kind of. Do either of you know what song this is? No. Uh, I, I can hear the lyric, but I literally... So is this... It... Is it the real Slim Shady? It is the real Slim Shady by Eminem. Oh, that it literally just hit me. <laughs> yes, um, this was on um, the like making the music video back in yeah. the day, and they show yeah. like the blow up doll that he throws in the air. It's quite funny. Number three, L.A. is an L.A. read. Told me you'll be a pop star. All you have to change is everything you are. Tired of being compared to damn Britney Spears, she's so pretty, that just ain't me. Terrence, do you know this one? You genuinely didn't listen to music when I was a kid. It's all right, you're doing okay. <laughs> so now don't I do. Let me, don't let me get me. This I'm is Don't Let Me myself. Get Me by Pink. Um, so good job there, Justin. Number four, Tara, this one is recent. I have faith in you, you can do this one. <laughs> Okay, I'm, of, I'm very quickly getting head shakes so we'll try okay it's insane the way my name growing money keep flowing hustlers move beside us i'm tiptoeing to keep flowing i got it locked up like lindsey lohan justin what is this it? is i literally had to sing through the whole rest of the song to get i watched song him sing this whole song this was wild <laughs> uh give me everything by pitbull 
It Give is Give Me Everything, everything by Pitbull featuring Meow. Yes, that is it. Um, Tara, clearly on the tip of your tongue on that one, too. Oh, totally. 100%. <laughs> right. Number five is actually very funny because um, for those of you who don't know, Tara, Justin, and I are part of a group that plays Dead by Daylight often. Um, and <laughs> I've been singing this over our group song for the past like four days. And this is why Justin always should get a heads up of what songs are going to pop on mine. Because if I start singing it, it's because I put it as a question. So number five, Tara's now very confused. Number five, this song had gone multi-platinum. Everybody bought our seventh album. It had outsold Kelly Clarkson. Tara, what song have I been singing for the past three days on our chat? I don't remember you singing. All I remember is Justin singing You're Welcome. Oh my God. <laughs> that is not it. I know. Um, Justin. Year 3000 by the Jonas Brothers. This is Year 3000 by the Jonas Brothers. I have been singing it often in the chat and i was trying so hard to not sing the kelly clarkson line because i knew it would give it away um it's been a very hard two days for me <laughs> all right number six tara i don't think you got this one um because this one is is some 90s realness yeah. um but i love this song my man is smooth like barry and his voice got bass a body like arnold with a denzel face Justin. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Yes, he yes, is. He is. <laughs> that would be What a Man by Salt and Peppa. Tara, I promise I'm going to make you a playlist just for you to listen <laughs> to all of these songs. This is not so my music. <laughs> Nonetheless, that is the end of round five. Hopefully you've been having a good time. Justin, take us away. Awesome. So everyone, thank you so much for joining us for episode seven. It's wild. I cannot believe we're already at episode seven in just two months, really. So for those of you who have been listening, just a sincere thank you from us and for continuing to be fans. Please rate us on Spotify or whatever you are listening to your podcast on. Um, and if you're in Germany, thanks for listening in Germany. We really appreciate you. <laughs> I um, need y'all to understand that Justin <laughs> looks at the statistics of who listens to the show roughly every nine and a half minutes. And so I get a text message being like, oh my gosh, Germany's listening. So shout out to the Germany people. Y'all are great. I also just want to give a very big thank you to our wonderful guest. Terrence, if people like wanted to follow you on Twitter, mm -hmm. or if they wanted to follow your incredible promotion, which promotes wrestling and mental health, could you please tell us where they could find you? Uh, you can find me on any social media at Tara Calloway. That's with one L. And you can find my organization, Dropkick Depression, anywhere uh, and dropkickdepression.com. Yes, Dropkick Depression is our favorite. It was Justin's first ever wrestling show. We're already <laughs> planning on going back. So please make sure that you are following that. It is an incredible cause that we are huge fans of here at the show. So thank you, Tara, so much for joining thank us. Thank you. This is great. Yes. Thank you, Tara. And mentioning socials, um, remember to like, subscribe, and share. Follow us on Facebook at Hyped Trivia, H-Y-P-T Trivia, and on Twitter at Hyped underscore Trivia. With that, everyone, thank you so much for joining us, and bye. Goodbye, Melissa Joan Hart.
Thanks for playing with us. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time. Yeah.